Okay, confidants, welcome to another fantastical, fun, sexual, intelligent, bitch, boss, ass, shit episode of Confidently Insecure, the podcast where we are absolutely sure that we don't know everything. And I am so hyped to have these two sluts on. I've been listening to their podcast forever. They let me come on their podcast and talk about the book. That episode's out. They are podcast hosts extraordinaires of the Girls Gotta Eat viral, ex- uh, exciting, um, um, modern woman love dating advice podcast. Raina and Ashley, thanks so much for coming on. Oh my oh God. God. Can you oh, open with us and just follow us around <laughs> every day? This is like so hype. I thought I hyped guests, but it's you put me true. We are so excited to be here on Confidentially Insecure. <laughs> Never forget, Confidentially it's Insecure. a secret that we're all <laughs> tell anybody. That's um, a little throwback, uh, inside joke you would only know if you listen to Girls Gotta Eat. But like, yeah. bitch, y'all's podcast is on and popping. Thank you. Um, yeah, the the joke is that I I write the intros for the guests and I wrote the name of your podcast down wrong and then said it wrong. Um, but yeah. <laughs> other than that, uh, yeah, Girls Gotta Eat is a dating podcast, comedy, dating, relationships, sex. We have a huge range of guests on. So people like you are perfect. <laughs> they can do comedy and talk about mental health. You oh, are yes. really like our ideal guest. So oh. People were like obsessed with your episode. I have never, I've been on like a million podcasts, right? To do promo and book stuff. I have never gotten the feedback from an audience that was so fucking kind and like supportive and vulnerable than mm-hmm. y'all's audience. We hear that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you're love, like, love you're the best. People yeah. are great. It's yeah. amazing for us. Yeah. I mean, like, do you guys think of your listeners as fans or friends or is it just like material? <laughs> I'm laughing because Ashley becomes best friend. Yeah, we joke because I'm friends with like stop. <laughs> I'm always in the DMs like, hey girl, like they'll like because they and they they're like younger, a lot of them. So yeah. they call me mom and they're just like, Mom, I'm dealing with something. And I've I have a few that we we talk about and like we've you know met them at shows and yeah. like multiple shows and we just love them and they feel like friends. But yeah, yeah. I I've I just we're so lucky to have them. We wouldn't have this job and career without them, and mm. they're so great. I mean, mm-hmm. most of them, you know, <laughs> it's a very far and few between assholes, right? Yeah. Um, we're lucky that they're a lot, mostly female. Um, yeah, same, yeah. same. we're like 80, 90% over here. What a yes. dream, honestly. What? Um, they, they surprise us all the time. They're really smart and open. They share their stories with us all the time. I can't mm-hmm. believe what people entrust us with in terms of stories. So well, they're so funny. Like right. so much yeah. of our content comes from them, you know, right. like they've helped us name segments. Like they're just so they, their stories. I'm like, damn, she's funnier than me. You know, like <laughs> someone will write something. I'm like, oh, that's so good. That's I job. never no. would have thought of that. Y'all bitches podcasty people. Are you shooketh by the success or are you used to it by now? Because you guys have been in the podcast game for a minute. Um, you know, the, when we started, we set out to start the podcast. We, we started it three years ago, a little over three years ago in February. Um, we said day one, like, let's make this a business. Let's make this a great thing. Let's sink money, time, resources into this. Yep. It wasn't just like, let's throw some stuff at the wall and see if it sticks. Let's like, you just know? talk and record the conversation. I think that's the hundred percent. Yes. Like it had a structure that hasn't yes. really deviated since. Like it was mm. really like, this is how I, I still can't believe it sometimes that like we have stick to the same structure that it was day one. And yeah, um, they were like, we if treated it. <laughs> yeah. Cause you see, you see that a lot. You see podcasts yeah. are like, we're funny. We we're funny sluts. Let's just yeah. start talking and make it, you know, whatever. And so, right. uh, yeah, we were, <laughs> are you mad? I called you a slut. No, I, I, <laughs> oh, I, I called you guys sluts. It's a term of endearment. I strive, I strive yeah. to be slutty. Um, that's, 
That's a hoe, a bitch. You call me a cunt. I'm like, thank you. Like a guy also, on the like, street, I'm like, me? <laughs> yeah. Man says it. I don't, I don't, but I'm like, funny sluts. Side of me. I feel like, right. is there a podcast called Funny Sluts? Because I just if like there's that. Not, it rolls off the tongue. There should be. Okay. Well, um, but yeah, Ashley and I. That. Ashley and I like also walked into the podcast day one being like, this is going to be about our lives. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about our lives. We're going to let people into everything. Yeah. I definitely had to have some conversations over the years with like friends, family. Like I talk about this stuff. This is going to happen. Everybody's been so supportive. Yeah. Uh, but Ashley and I always since day one have been really open and honest about our lives. And I think that just like you, people really value like authenticity over right. authority which Ooh. is why people liked your episode because you don't have to be a psychotherapist to talk about anxiety. Right. Um, and it's not clinical. And like, I think that applies exactly to the subjects that you guys are talking about. Right. And, and I think you would, you do the same where you're like, I'm not a doctor, but listen, here's my experience. If it speaks to you, then great. And I think your guys is girls got to eat is like known for being a staple New York city, like vibe, which do you feel like that's, different than the rest of the country or the world? Like, do you feel like you've gained different experience? Um, like gain different experience. What do you mean? Like, like living, li- like be like being East coast, like basically Carrie Bradshaw living lives. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I lived, I only moved to New York four years ago. So I was in Atlanta for 10 years and I was dating there. And yeah, it's a totally different thing. It's like, yeah. you do feel like you're in the fucking sex in the city. I need, and that sounds so cheesy. Not now we're in a pandemic, but like <laughs> it, it would feel like that some nights, like it right. really was like, you would go on a date and you would start with like a drink like a drink on a rooftop and then you'd end up in some like underground sake bar and then you would be at a dive Ooh. bar and then you'd make out on the street like Aww. and like cabs whizzing by like I know uh, it sounds so cliche and, and crazy but I used to live in New York so I can say these things yeah and there'd be garbage like you would just yeah. like step over a pile of trash and then you yeah. come home and you fall into your bed in your studio apartment and you're just like what a night like it yeah. just <laughs> it's real it's it's real uh-huh. and for me at least like I've lived here for almost 14 years at this point so I forget to I forget that everybody lives different experiences. And so like one of the gifts of the podcast is that like Ashley and I get emails from people from every single background in the world. And it has really made me realize like just how different all of our experiences are, but how similar we all are too. Yeah. Uh, And that's been an interesting experience. Like, I think there's a bluntness that comes with New York dating that you don't like not only the city, but the people and the business, like everything's just a little bit more like upfront, but Mm -hmm. I feel like that's not the way it is the rest of the world. So I just, I feel like all of my city girlfriends just have had, uh, like they've just gotten the shit out of the way sooner and quicker and faster and better than like the majority of the rest of the group chat. A hundred percent. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes then people, it shocks them a little, like they're like, Oh, okay. Wow. You just like (laughs) said what you were feeling right away. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Do you guys get compared, like compared to other kind of like sex positive podcasts? Cause I feel like there are a lot of young, like funny comedian women that started doing like sex positive, body positive, feminine, positive podcasts that have just blown up. I think everybody wants to compare every woman to each other yeah. and pit them against yeah. each other and be like, oh, oh they hate each other. And um, I don't know. I mean, I think Ashley and I have always just tried to like look forward, not look left or right, and just be like, what what separates us? You know, we, yeah. we took our show on the road. We started doing live shows and we yep. were like, okay, what does a live podcast look like? Can this be a comedy show? Should it be a variety show? Um, so people compare us, but I think something that always differentiated us was the live shows as well, and just like the mm-hmm. big over-the-top experience that we provide yeah. in person. Yeah. yeah I, 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. There's not going to be any apologizing. Stepping oh. <laughs> on words here. We're on Zoom and yeah. we're chatters. <laughs> I, yeah, I like that you said that. I remember watching this one of my favorite documentaries. It's the Defiant Ones. It's like a four-part <sighs> HBO with about the yes. about the be- our Dr. Dre and but yeah. the music industry in general over like the the whole period of time that I grew up. Mm. And he said that there's that part where. Um, Jimmy Iovine says like, that's why, why racehorses wear blinders. So they like, don't see the horses to the left and the right. And I like jumped up. And then right after he says that, then they start playing 50 cent going, go, go, go short. And I was like, I stood up on the couch. I was running around the room. I was like, I was so inspired. I was like, that's so true. Like, yes, you have to keep tabs on what people are doing and what the industry is doing. But I think there's something really nice about like, I, I feel like we both lived our lives in a way that like, you don't do what other people are doing. That's the point. You know, like when we started touring, we were like, people were like, we've never seen that done before. Like, Aww. you know, that's not really a typical live podcast. And we're like, right. exactly. That's the, the point. point. Yeah. yeah. That sounds so fun. I, one of the fan questions we had right in was like, are you guys going to start going live again or, you know, doing live shows again? And I feel like that's such a tricky question because even my agency's like, are we doing a podcast tour this year? Got canceled last year. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> we just, we check in with our agent every week. We have our, <laughs> our finger on the pulse every week. We're like, where can we go? What's open? What is the CDC mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, we would love to get on stage. We're not going to danger any of our fans. Right, so like right. whatever is safe and legal is what we're going to do. We are doing shows, smaller shows in Florida in May. <gasps> and then we're just figuring it out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that, um, I feel like it's a, it's an interesting media that we're in, right? Like you can listen to the podcast. You can make that your staple. You can, that brand is very, uh, repeatable. That form is very repeatable, but growing as a podcast that is, has such an all encompassing kind of theme to it with like sex, love, dating relationships. It's like, how do you make that grow? How do you make the audience grow with you? Is it paying attention to pop culture? Is it, you know, really just sharing that lived experience? I feel like women led sex positive pro feminism podcasts are like taking over the fucking world. Like, I don't know if you guys feel that way, but I'm only listening to other lady podcasts. <laughs> oh, for sure. And I guess even aside from podcasting, just the TV, I mean, we, we just, we're talking on our episode coming up about just even like the teen movies that come mm-hmm. out now are just like mm-hmm. so much more inclusive and so pro women and mm-hmm. pro women's empowerment. It's just it, uh, like all across the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't need to listen to like any misogynistic men no. ever. <laughs> I saw the funniest TikTok the other day that was like, uh, truth men aren't going to be able to handle. And it was like, guys listen to like Jordan Peterson and Joe Rogan because they didn't have father figures telling them how to be a man. So they have to <laughs> listen. And I was like, send it, send it to every guy <laughs> I fucking know. And I was just like, they have that and the rest of the world. I have just really connected and enjoyed these like strong feminine voices in my earbuds playing on my phone while I'm cooking in the car. Well, you guys probably don't do cars. You do subways, but like just having that, <laughs> voice around me all the time keeps me confident keeps me stable grounded moving forward with the pussy power revolution <laughs> yeah I, I mean one of my favorite things about podcasts is that it's been normalized to talk about all these things that like yeah. only a crazy unhinged person would have talked about <laughs> even five years ago and yes. I always I always use this example which is that my fiance left me when I was 28 and Love I was you. thank you so much it was a really good experience um for me Girl. um I always say like I thought I was legit 
legitimately the only person this had ever happened to. <sighs> I thought that like your mm-hmm. life was over if your man left you at 28, that no one else had ever been humiliated this bad. And I was never going to be in love again. And I just didn't have female role models that were right. like talking about this, normalizing this. And like Ashley and I were talking about before you got on here with you, like no one ever told me there's a thousand ways to be happy. You don't have to have kids. Mm-hmm. You don't need to get married you, or you can have kids on your own and not be with a partner. No one ever told me anything. Thank you, stuff. Sandra Bullock. Yes. Paving the way so we could fucking <laughs> yeah. run. Right. Ashley likes to say Diane Keaton. Actually, that's her. Ashley's a Diane, a Diane stan. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm on the fence lately. It's not important. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, like literally was talking about this with my best friend yesterday of like, we've always said forever that society thinks relationship equals marriage equals success. And anything that's not marriage is considered a failure. Like you're not succeeding. You're doing something wrong. There's something broken about you, but myself as a queer bisexual woman in an open relationship has never fucking subscribed to the marriage idea. Although I find myself to be a serial monogamist who likes to be in open relationships. I'm so (laughs) fucking glad the world is changing. Like I think the fact that we're going to tell our children that like you were supposed to get married when I was your age, they're going to be like, what? I feel that way now. Right. And it's also like, I mean, this isn't a hot take here that half of marriages end in divorce. And, you know, and you see like everybody and not that I'm looking up to people in Hollywood by any stretch, but what we see in these quote unquote, you know, role models, famous people is like, they've been married three times or, you know, Mm -hmm. like, is that successful? Is that a failure? Three failed marriages? Like, you know, where none of it matters. You know, we we love to say that if you, a relationship that you were together for two years and it w- there was a lot of love there and you learned a lot is a success. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know, like Ra- Ra- my breakup and Raina's broken engagement, like led us to what we're doing now. Like we mm-hmm. couldn't thank those guys enough. So right. It's just like, what a success that was. Dodged so, a bullet. <laughs> I just, I, I hate that too, that like, <clears throat> the talking about success and failed Mm -hmm. marriages. And it's like, I don't know, like, did you come out of it a better person? Did you learn a lot? Did you Mm -hmm. like have a lot of like kinky sex? Did you, were you in love? (laughs) That sounds like a win to me. And now just, I don't know, find somebody else. What did you stay in your relationship and be miserable? Is that success? I, you know, (laughs) like that, I I always say that it's easier to stay comfortable. Yeah. We just, we support whatever makes you happy. And so anytime somebody messages us and says like your words help me to make a better decision for myself, whether it was making their relationship better or leaving the relationship or fucking better, uh, yeah. or getting a raise. We're always just like, that's what so makes me so proud. Yeah. And you know, I, speaking of like taboo subjects, like, you know, you just mentioned it, money, sex, uh, untraditional relationships, I know for me, I got started on the internet 10 years ago. Then I joined Buzzfeed for five years. And then now, you know, I've got my own stuff and brand. So for me, I've been doing this for 10 years, maybe even 11, Jesus Christ. But I've been putting my soul on the internet for this long. So it was like around the age of 20 where my mother was just like, oh, okay, I will never be able to post your shit on my Facebook. Like, got it. My father is never going to go to like his church Bible study and be like, I'm so proud of my daughter. She like booked herself on a fucking, you know, queer dating show where she gets to say the word cunt like every three seconds. Like, (laughs) do you guys feel that because of this sort of brash, brazen, bold, like lingo and experience you share about has built the audience? Or do you think it's just like fucking time? 
thought you're gonna ask if our parents um still love us <laughs> like, that, my, mo- my mom loves that. it my, we talked about my mom on monday people love her she's yeah. an icon yeah, my, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm the same as you are. i've been living my life on the internet since mm. um i guess my first blog i started was in 2009 maybe like it's a blog so for you children listening <laughs> is a written form <laughs> of a vlog <laughs> of a vlog <laughs> um so I just think it's the honesty. Uh, you know, I think that I, when I was younger, I would not like certain, uh, you know, people in the media that maybe everyone else liked. Cause I just felt mm. this lack of authenticity. And I think mm. the first person I really gravitated towards, and was like, I want to be like was Chelsea Handler. And I just Famous. feel like, yeah, I, and you look right like there. Her. Um, yeah. And so yeah. I just, that's what it is. You, I don't yeah. think that you have to be, <laughs> So I think it's refreshing for people to hear, uh, t- women talk about sex so openly, you know, curse, mm-hmm. like just say what's on their mind and not be scared and uh, being shamed or whatever it is. But even if you're not the type of person, even if you, you know, are, you know, you're a Christian and you don't curse mm-hmm. and you whatever, but you still feel authentic to yourself. Right. I think that's what people pick up on. I think smart people, that's why we love our audience. Cause that's why they love our show. And that's why I choose the content I choose. Mm -hmm. And I think that my whole life, I was always the kind of person that like said these things where people were like, wait, what? I, I always, I always talked about sex pretty openly. I mean, I come from a sex positive environment, but I was always the kind of person that was like, Raina says some crazy shit. And listen, I'm not one of those people that's like, you know, I tell it like it is. I, you know, I've tacked in class, but um, (laughs) I'm not an asshole. And people would say that, you know, I just tell like it is. I'm like, that means everybody hates you, but okay. Uh, I just think that Ashley and I are really open and honest about mm-hmm. sex, the gross parts of sex, the really painful parts of relationships mm-hmm. and families and friendships. And people are like, oh yeah, same. Yeah. Eating that thing, eating that thing made my pussy smell like that thing. So yeah, we'll, we'll exactly talk about whatever. what I was thinking. I probably I know I didn't, I didn't know the road you were going down. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not going to lie. I probably have like 13 episodes of just my vagina, just, just my personal pussy problems. And like my confidants, I always say like, you guys know my pussy better than my gynecologist and my partner right yeah. now. But and like, saying, like I saying pussy, like I have a friend, uh, she's a friend, of, a good friend of mine. She's been our podcast name's Kate Kennedy. She is a great podcast and brand and she's super open and honest and incredible. But she just like, doesn't say pussy. And I know like, women that <laughs> fucking are like, <laughs> they just can't she she like looks up to us she's like you say it so freely (laughs) just like it it wasn't always like this I wasn't throwing pussy around I was like I wasn't born in this lifestyle (laughs) (laughs) this lifestyle chose me baby but it just I liked that I love I feel like I felt that crossover when I was like oh this rolls off the tongue now baby this feels nice like so yeah it's it's the other thing of like adding comedy to these subjects always you know soothe is it that word is or soothes. We get tripped up on this too. Soothes. I hate, I hate the there's, a t- there's a Thai restaurant across from my apartment. It's called Soother. <laughs> Soother. No. I can't do it. I hate this word. I think it's I hate it. But I can say pussy all day long. Okay, that's the point. That's <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. Is like there's a little bit honestly, like my PR lady was so hype when I got like the email to to do the podcast with you guys. Oh like they're based out of New York and they're just like, oh my God, this is so exciting. I was like, oh my God, you guys like you guys have impact. And speaking of impact, we had a lot of fans write in some questions about the podcast that I'm going to ask you now. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, by the way, like, yeah, no, say whatever you want. One of our listeners recommended I was going to say that too. Like we, we had an email about you in our like 
you know, oh guest God. ideas folder. I just and know. it was from a listener that was like Kelsey Dara. And we were like, I was like, who is this? And then, and then we got very like fangirl. We're like, do you think we could get her? Like we Are started like <laughs> The fact that you just told me that, I just got such a rock hard boner. Are you kidding me? I was like, if you guys, um, if you guys aren't busy, I over here, if you would be so gracious, like when you know, your PR team, they're like, okay, what are the dreams? And like, that was on the list for oh, sure. Oh my God. There you go. The last time you shoot your shot. Yeah. Hyping each other up. And you're just like shit. such a pro. Like your episode was so easy to edit. Oh, no. It's just like you, it's like when I walk away, yeah. I can feel it where I'm like, that's going to be mm. easy. Yes. And it, like speaking of a lot of these questions were podcast specific questions, not necessarily like relationship and advice questions, which I like. Like, I think Hit a us. lot of people are more interested in the um, behind the scenes the so like aspect. Well, yes. <laughs> lots of premier pro users. Uh, what do right, first well, question, what do you edit on? Are you a, a Audible or a Garage Band? <laughs> I don't, listen, if you really want to know, we're just Garage Band. It's just like started from the bottom. We're it's still at the great. bottom. No, I was iMovie at BuzzFeed. We had no budget. People know this. I'm like very um, salty about it. Still, we had an iPhone. We shot and recorded on an iPhone, and microphones were iPhones. It's yeah. always well, amazing when you hear like <laughs> behind the scenes of these companies, and you're like. Oh yeah. What? It's so oh, funny. Yeah. Cause that could go either way. That could be like a shade of Buzzfeed Innovative. or just like, or it, like an ad for iPhone. Like you're like, <laughs> when we were at Buzzfeed, we did oh, have we a Google Apple. pixel deal and they were making us use Google pixels to vlog on everything. And I was like, no one wants to fucking do this. Give us back our iPhones. Um, but yes, people actually did want to know what is the process of recording and uploading for you guys. You're such a big brand. You've been doing this for three years. Do you handle things yourself or do you have a team? Uh. Ashley, Ashley's going to take all the tech questions. No, I just, I feel like we, people don't believe that we still do this ourselves. And sometimes no. I, and I don't believe it because I don't, I'm done doing it. I don't want to do it anymore. Um, we still, I mean, I did so much research on equipment and we, um, oh. we have like a great soundboard and decent mics. Yeah, we should, yeah. we should upgrade our mics and we just record right into garage band. And then I edit in there. And I mean, there's tons of different things we do, especially with mm -hmm. remote interviews. And I do some, a lot of sound tweaking and, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, especially we still, yeah, Zoom. like we had to really perfect and they're yeah. not always perfect. Some of the, the, some stuff still sounds bad. And, um, you know, some of that's on the, on the guest side too, but like, mm -hmm. I've had to learn a lot with the pandemic on like how to yes. do remote and have it sound. And we will get messages sometimes and they make me feel so good where they're like, you guys are one of the podcasts I listen to that still sounded so great during the yes. pandemic. And I took so much pride in that, but yeah, I'm still doing it. Um, our, <laughs> our episodes are like, I'm just a psycho. I, They're intense. I, I, I edit them so like not so yeah. heavily in that we say a bunch of stuff we need to come out, no. but like just for tightness and just for brevity and just mm -hmm. kind of like mm -hmm. how stuff that doesn't need to be there. We want it. We right. want every like second to count, I guess. Totally. And it's, um, I wish I could just like clone my brain and method to someone else. Cause I would love to Right. Get back Free up that brain eight thing. hours, <laughs> right. know, like whatever it is. But. Right. Well, this is, I mean, it's, it's an hour and a half to two hours per week, but this is like a seven day a week job for us. And we really are such a team. And of course we have people who work for us. We have agents, sure. we have managers, we have right. ad sales right. people. Um, yeah. Yeah. We don't have to add sales, but, like, but it's, do all this stuff yeah. for us. But in terms of like running the social media, booking the guests, the um, all media. correspondence, all the meetings, um, all the production, we do it. And I, I mean, I think that's why our show's good. I think that our show is special because Ashley edits it. We touch every part of our business. Right. And we really, we, we recorded with somebody once and she, 
I forget how she phrased it, but she was like, yeah, I don't really know when the episode's going to come out. I just sort of send it off into the void and they produce it. Oh, God. It. That would we just so would never. <laughs> we just, we yeah. want to title it. We want right. to write the descriptions. Ashley titles mm. them and writes the descriptions. We just like having our hands and everything. It makes You're it answering all my questions. Do you edit yours or what is? Yes. Okay. Well, a lot of people were like, how do titles get generated? Um, your I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you. Sun- <laughs> yeah. Sunday nights at like 10 30 PM. Ashley <laughs> texts me every Sunday night and says, what are we thinking for episode titles? And I say, I don't know. What do you think? And she tells me, and then and that's what we it. go with. <laughs> no, Raina, you, you put in, you put in input. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's usually a collaborative effort. Confidants, y'all know I believe in products that make you feel good, which is why I'm telling you about care of baby care of is high quality vitamins formulated with feel good for you clean ingredients that are backed by science because we believe in science baby and care of makes it super easy with personalized subscriptions delivered straight to your door each month contact free so you never have to worry about running out i keep my care of vitamins in my desk drawer i take them with my daily crazy head pills and my vagina health pills and the care of now has an app that allows you to track your routine first you just got to take care of in-depth online quiz which asks you questions about your diet and lifestyle health concerns like for me i wanted to manage my chronic pain and obviously my anxiety and doing this quiz is like getting a holistic one-on-one consultation without having to leave your house so spring get it because it's almost spring into a healthy mindset and lifestyle begin to focus on your health as we make our way out of that winter i've been nation baby we there's no more and into warmer weather like the spring little chickens that we are for 50 percent off your first care of order go to takecareof.com and enter code confident 50 that's right for 50 that's half off your first care of order go to takecareof.com and enter code confident 50. Now, I know what you're thinking, Kelsey, when did you become obsessed with cowboy boots? Well, did you forget that I was raised in Florida? Are you forgetting I'm a little country girl by heart? I even wore my Tacovas recently when I went on a ski trip with my family to Colorado. I wore my white Tacovas when I went to the Taylor Swift concert. And if you didn't think you would need cowboy boots anytime soon, uh, might I remind you that Beyonce just dropped her little country album and you're gonna need some Tacovas. Tacovas is my favorite boot brand and they're bringing a fresh perspective to hair boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. And Tacova's is Western to their core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, and they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to one of their stores, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Confidant, sober girlies, are you looking to cut back or cut 
without alcohol this year. Come on, join me and Zach on our sober journeys. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. We've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like a lime margarita and a grapefruit paloma, so you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. That's right. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% off the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash Kelsey. Each can is lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like so many stress balancing adaptogens made with real fruit and only 25 calories or less. It's a guilt-free way to unwind. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make recess mocktails your drink between drinks or like me, your forever mocktail. I am so obsessed with the ginger lime mule and also the grapefruit paloma for spring. It's my favorite go-to weekend drink. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Um, there you go. Asking me, she's not telling yeah. me this is what we're doing. It's she's a bounce a, board. She's a great writer, and so Aww. I like her ideas. It's not me being like she just tells me what's happening, and then we do it. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I think it's really important too for listeners to hear how time, um, like consuming doing a brand like this is and funnily enough we did have a lot of compliments about the social media because your social media has just I mean it's amazing it is in so consistent it's always so positive I never feel like I'm seeing the same thing twice like so you know one of the questions was how many hours per week are you putting into the brand and I guess that just means like you say seven days a week but like do you have time for other stuff? Yeah, it's yeah. not. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's we're not tethered to a computer. Yeah, we, hours, sure. Seven days a week. We just talk about it a right. lot. You know, right. this would be a great guest. This would be a great thing to post. This is a funny meme. You know. Yeah, and Reina is to uh, responsible for the social media in terms of like well, the aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. So we just for God for like two plus years, it was just, we had like a format that looked decent. It was a, like a video or an image and then a meme. And then yeah. uh, Raina just said like, this is fucking stupid. And I was like, go off. Like you're right. And so <laughs> we just redesigned it and she designs all the templates and, um, it, it, has, like a, it has like a look. I'm okay. I use Canva. Yeah. That's my, that's a my Canva big tip. That's um, so we do funny. have a designer who we love in LA and she designed our website and our, Ooh. um, tons of stuff that we do. She did design some of like the Instagram stories, the feed posts, yeah. and then I just take it and run with it. But right. yeah, one day Ashley and I were like, we don't have to be tethered to this one no. thing. Like, let's yeah. make the it same pretty thing. Like we did the same thing where it was like, we, have, we will have a meme on Mondays. We will have a video trailer on Wednesday. And then, I, you know, I've got some really amazing, incredible two, two ladies that uh, run it for me that I'm just like, you guys are young and way more with it than I am. Just fucking post whatever you want. As long as it's consistent and we're growing and we're, we're connecting with the audience, like go off. I just let them do because they're so much cooler than me. Yeah. There has to be a reason to go to yeah. the page. You're great. I love your social media. Actually, I you oh, always have this really great. Your great. merch. You sent us some of the merch. Oh my, oh my god! Yes, the sensitive merch. Did you? Did it all come in one piece? It's yeah. all amazing, and it's okay. just as for me, it's you know, being a cancer, it just feels like it speaks to me. Like it's I like, love that. It's, I feel like you could also brand it as just like cancer gear, <laughs> cancer accessories. I love that. <laughs> Which is just yeah, but I'm sensitive. It says that it's just it's great. So. Aw, thanks. You know, I've weirdly had a lot of dudes like it. Like I've had some guy friends be like, yo, can I cop a sweatshirt? I'm like, fucking really? I think they're kind of using it as like 
A hundred percent. Like the women will walk up and uh-huh. want to fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks cool. Like I, you know, I had a friend design some of it and she's like pretty like in the fashion industry. So I trust her, but like, I think it's a, it's a statement, you know, like, okay. I, I can, you were so right. Like you need to actually like stop letting men buy it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but like, <laughs> I can see a world in which a guy wears that to a bar because right. you know, hopefully starting to get back into the bars and Ugh. every woman comes up and has 100%. to say something about it. It's like, it. oh my God, I love that such. That's so bad. Like my dad wears it all the time because he's like very proud of his child, oh but he wore it skiing, which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> and everyone on the ski lift would be like, hey, it's Mr. Sensitive again. Have a great <laughs> ski day. And he's like 75. It's fucking hysterical. But I'm so like, cute. we need my brother is so sensitive, but he's like, uh, six, seven, 300 pounds. He's like this huge, like, you know, football player, and, but I, I know that it's hard oh to get him merch because he's, he's so giant. I but think like, we go to three XL. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just ask you. Can you see yeah. Matt? And I'm and sensitive. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to crop that shirt. I think I'm going to like uh, make it like a crop. I feel yes. like it's so hot as a crop. Maybe me and Matt can like wear them together. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I, in another interesting, uh, question about the podcast that I, you know, I have things to say, but, uh, a recent controversy has come up with David Dobrik and Jason Nash about their podcast and how they don't split it evenly with a co-host. Are you split? Well, no, 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 no. That's not the controversy, obviously that we could talk about the other controversy. Okay. Oh, bitch. The other controversy I could talk about. I like stayed up all night. Same. I, I'm so mad. I feel I'm so I'm filled with rage. Invested. I feel like I have bile in my throat. Like I just have been Girl, angry. You and I could I'm- talk off thread. I got some things <laughs> to say. All right. Well, yeah, let's do let's do a second hour of the podcast. I got yes. um, <laughs> once you said David Dobrik, I was totally clouded. So can you yeah. repeat the yes. whole thing? You want to know financially if we split the money or so they, their whole thing was like, I think it started as a joke where David was like, I'm only giving Jason 10%. But then it became like a real problem that they weren't addressing and people were constantly asking like do you seriously only give Jason 10% to be like 50% of the podcast but for you guys like do you do you split it 50 50 do you uh go according to how much workload like or is that a private fucking question where you're like none of your fucking business I think we just can answer with it's all 50 50 like that's yeah awesome. so in our whole we rain and I have a corporation together um yeah. we, we really raw dogged it for like a year Love where we just that for we're you. both still just you know doing our normal thing and we had like a spreadsheet of who it, it doesn't matter but we well, once we made it official we <laughs> yeah. um everything goes right into the business and then someone right. manages that for us and then we still make a little extra money on the side with social media stuff that we do and our accounts like balance all that out. But in terms of, yeah, yeah, there's no, it's never been mm. even a question. So like every like- single dollar from ad sales, from shows, it's, I don't, I mean, we're really lucky. Like it, we've never had a problem and there's, right. there's no question of workload or, or uh, yeah. ownership of it. Um, right. Right. I've, I've had people come to me with like, my partner's not pulling his weight. You know, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I can't relate. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. I, can, I can give some advice, but I can't yeah. actually relate because, um, mm-hmm. with us, I've had past experiences, but mm-hmm. we have, we have it. Mm-hmm. We, we did good. Yeah. We're lucky. We didn't really, um, I'll speak to you a little more. We didn't really know each other very well. When we started the podcast, we met six months before we started the podcast. We liked each other a lot, but we didn't know each other's backgrounds and history. So, right. um, you know, Ashley and I share a, a business bank account. We share Ooh, everything. So like I had this. It, it can be scary if you don't trust the person, yeah. you know, and, um, she can sign things on my behalf and vice versa. And oh yeah, God, it's trust. never been an effort. It's never been like, it's never been an issue. Like, Hey, I feel like you're not pulling 
New York, we've both been through bad times in our life where the Uh. other person has to pull a little more, but you know, Ashley produces the show and she writes the live shows. I do the Mm. merchandise, the social media, the guest booking. And, um, it just sort of naturally fell into like, you know, what do you like doing? What are you good at? Um, but I mean, I, I have a partner that I can depend on and she works really hard. And so it makes me want to work hard. Like I would uh, never want to like not pull my weight. Cause I don't right. work with somebody that doesn't pull their weight. Well, I think that's so refreshing to hear because again, like you don't want to see your hero, like you, you don't want to really meet your heroes. Right. And I think that like, it put a bad taste in people's mouths when they heard that like uh, views was getting split that way. And you know, it's, I, it's weird. It's but weird. Was it true or was it? I, don't- I think it might be so weird. Call her daddy was like that, you know, where the one girl was kind of like a sidekick and they had all that falling out from money. Right, 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 right. She's out in LA now, right? She is. The other girl or Sophia is in still in Utah. I don't know. But also then then I kind of like we were invested, but then now I feel like, did we really get the whole story? I mean, it's I I always say that you never really know. Like, yeah, anybody. Right. You know. Like well, I think this- that's why people wanted to know because they see your friendship, they see your co-hostiness of being like a true, authentic thing, and it would like you know I think it would bum some people out to hear that it's not like that <laughs> behind yeah. the scenes, right? No, it totally is. It's like it's we never fight. Either, <laughs> we, we we do fight, <laughs> but but I just think I was like, like uh, you're lying. <laughs> it's yeah. so like I I don't know. I I think that there are people that just naturally aren't hard workers or there's also that aren't natural that are just aren't smart. I mean, there's an (laughs) intelligence aspect here too, but just like in terms of how much you want to do, like Mm. I've worked with people that they thought they were working hard, but that just, it wasn't, it wasn't. And I'm like, we don't speed. Yeah. And so I, that's Rain and I have the same work ethic. Like that's amazing. Exact. And we love like a strong female business relationship. Model. I'm thinking of this other girl I'm sort of friends with and everything is like everybody else's fault. And every time she fails, it's somebody else's fault. And, um, every time no. she's not succeeding in business, it's not her content. It's other people's issues. And, mm-hmm. um, that would be the hardest thing for me to work with somebody that's just like a no person. That's a, everything else is everybody else's fault type Ugh. of person. Honestly, I was really glad to pick the questions. Cause of course we had like relationship dating ones, but I was like, I was kind of glad to look more back, like deeper into the pot, like the female podcast relationship because I just think it's such like I said such an influential and special thing so I appreciate guys appreciate you guys being so transparent <laughs> and open but now I would like to play a fun little game with you too okay. um uh by the way I okay I'll say this one later because this one's actually super funny but um uh so this game I it's a would you rather but I'm calling it the because life is different now edition, not the pandemic edition, because I don't want people to think I'm making a game out of the pandemic, but it's kind of like the world is different now. So now we're having a conversation about how the world has been different. And it's that kind of would you rather. Okay. <laughs> we are not politically correct on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> so because we're all like dating from home, working from home, are you someone that would rather have video sex or phone sex? Okay. Phone sex, hundred percent. Here's why I just don't want to hold the phone. I don't want to like, I I don't want to like video myself while I'm trying to master it. It's strictly from a logistical standpoint. Okay. I don't want to be bothered. Um, oh. and I think that there's a nice point at which you're like masturbating and you're like going to come. You're just listening to the person, like also come strictly. Fantastic. I just, I don't want to be bothered to hold a video. Got it. No tripods for you. <laughs> that is just so I've said this before in our show I've had phone sex I haven't had video FaceTime sex so that is just such a 
comfort level of the person on the other end. So I can definitely see a situation in which I do have video FaceTime sex with like someone that I'm in a relationship. Like if you see my butthole hairs, I'm not like, Oh my (laughs) God, I can't edit that out. It's like, Like, we just, um, we shared the story on our podcast, uh, on the most, on the most recent episode of our friend of ours. She was, she's been dating this guy long distance and he saran wrapped his phone so he could like come at it. So like on a video, she could have it feeling like it was like coming at her. And I'm so turned on by this slash. I can never meet him. I am. I like some weird, dirty cum stuff, but I can't ever meet this guy now. (laughs) I mean, I'm just impressed by the creativity. Well, he has kids, so he has kids. So so it's like he knows our does it for them. Like, what happens? I was like, well, he has children. No, like, I was like, so he has saran wrap or like what? Saran wraps them. Yes, yeah. all the things. You like, you guys think you're being jokey? No, he, he has saran. <laughs> he, has, he has saran wrap. He knows arts and crafts, and he knows how to keep things clean for because kids are a mess. They're sticky, so, like come. of course a, a dad is going to do that. <laughs> kids are sticky, like come. Please yes! don't ever ever quote me on that, uh, listeners. Um, okay, kids are absolutely. <laughs> Said it. She was like, "Well, yeah, he comes on the phone. I mean, he has kids, you know. He saran wraps them and comes on them too." No, (laughs) the way that the way that dad equals saran wrap. Like, we're really living in 2021, aren't we? Like, stay at home, dad. Cook, clean. Well, the quote is definitely like kids, kids are sticky. Like, come that was that was because put it the, on a shirt. Number one adjective that people say about kids is sticky. sticky. They're always sticky. Oh, no, thanks. Not for me. <laughs> OK, moving on. This one's a little saucy <laughs> uh, post vaccination post, like being safe. Would you rather meet up for a date with a Republican or an anti-vaxxer? Republican is that, that that's not the same. Um, <laughs> no, they actually, it's the same, but, um, no, I, let's say in this instance, they're different ones. And the anti-vaxxers and independent. I just think <laughs> in the last four years, it's the waters have gotten muddy as though there's two kinds of people in the whole world. There's only right. Democrats and Republicans. Is, is it my dream to date somebody who's a Republican, a fiscal Republican? Yes. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we're all fiscal. Re- no. Yeah. But he's like, I'm cons- Republican and conservative. Like financial. We're like, yeah, we, you want to keep more of your money? Yes. Same. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so I mean, we're I wouldn't Republican. If somebody was a Trump supporter, Republican. Yeah. I would never go out with you. I, but I guess facts. Oh, this is so tough. And like, there's such a specific profile of <laughs> a <Both>. female, <laughs> a female anti-vaxxer. It's very oh, like they I'm sell not. essential oils. Like, you know, mm. so I, they have like faith, family, you know, God first, usually in their bio, like wife, mama, like they don't it's believe very, in vaccines, a, but they believe in God hysterical. There's, 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 <laughs> I don't understand how that person hysterical. So I don't even know, like, I I would say also, we all know that there is a difference between a Republican and a Trump supporter. So it's just, yes, I've registered, I've like, you know, my uncle's a registered Republican, whatever. Who's isn't a a great guy. And he hates Trump and he's, you know, um, but I don't, I'm just going to go with Republican as well, but I want to say that I don't really know the 
male anti-vax profile like is it either in capital storm i do i learned this morning on the new york times daily podcast what is it um so they were saying like what's the profile of people that aren't getting vaccinations um and they were hypothesizing is it people that are minorities and have been traditionally not given so much kindness to the government um but traditionally it is white male conservatives that voted for donald trump that oh. the voted for him the second time, like oh, really Christ, you know, like right. that is the profile. Yeah. Okay. Like super MAGA people you see on the news. Yes, they're like, uh, I'm not taking that. I don't know what's in it. So yeah, yeah it's the government mean, putting cameras in my body. Fucking yeah. wish. <laughs> that would be so, so sick. Are you so the Republican, like, but is it like Josh Hawley? No, I'll take anybody over that absolute right. monster. Right, so right. that was okay. a tough one. So no, it was a generalized, but consensus was Republican. And I think I have to agree, but have you guys found in your friendship <laughs> circles at all that you found out people are like anti vaccine because I have and it's shaking me to my core that I'm like so finding this out absolutely not in like our friend groups but I have a family member that's like it, it, it doesn't feel anti-vax conspiracy theorist mm. uh it, you know like cautious not and just sure. they're not you know political right. like it, it just feels very like he said he's had problems getting flu shots before. I, I didn't get into it with him. It's, it, right. it, it's like, I also just, I don't want to cause a rift with, because <laughs> okay. it wasn't like spreading a bunch of conspiracies. Sure. And I kind of just cut the conversation off, but that's different. That's and that like, he had yeah. an opportunity to get it and he did it <gasps> like early on because he's essential. And I just was like, I just, I'm bummed. I, I wish that you got it. You know, I, I wish yeah. that you got it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, that was my own experience. I don't think yeah. I have any. Um, yeah. one of my good friends, moms won't get it. I mean, I, I but grew it's up like older, right? It's somebody you're just seeing? A, an older, um, I grew up in Pittsburgh, which is, I mean, one of my favorite places in the world. I grew up there, but it is traditionally a more blue collar place. I think mm-hmm. you do see people voting Republican more, which is the profile of people that won't get vaccines. But right. even then, yeah, I don't really know anybody, especially now when the vaccine has yeah. been around for a little while. And, yeah. um, these myths of like, it wasn't researched enough or right. started to be debunked. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't know anybody. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, it's just, I thought that so many and people probably have like, you know, months ago that if you were quote unquote anti-vax, cause you were right. just kind of fearful of it being rushed right. to market, you know, That's my, my feeling horrible. was that these, a lot of these people have changed their mind and yeah. they're like, I want to go back to living a normal life. And right. my, every, you know, everybody in my community has gotten it and it feels safe. Right. I said early on, I, I don't, I don't want to be the first in line. I, I mean, no. I just, you don't I, want your arms to fall off or something. You're like, you don't, I know. wasn't going to go do a clinical trial. That's just right. not that. You're wouldn't busy. Have been, yeah. <laughs> not for you. We work seven days a week. We mentioned that, right? We, yeah. Yes, we're I heard. Yes, I, I went on, I like briefly dated a guy that he did the, um, he did a vaccine trial and I thought that was so admirable that he did that. But then the wow. joke was that he did AstraZeneca. I'm like, I can't be dating the AstraZeneca. Oh, no, you can't be dating the AstraZeneca guy. <laughs> Cause I asked him, I was like, oh, it was no. like, you found out. I said, but if Pfizer it's Canadian, or it's okay, maybe, but it was so funny. Cause I was like, Oh, is it Pfizer or Moderna? And he, when he said AstraZeneca, I was like, we got to just be friends. Like, I, oh! <laughs> and then I she friends on him. Yeah. We are. Friends I mean, now. listen, but like to not my examples definitely aren't that extreme, but like, I, I've found people in my like circles and adjacent that I would have never known that they 
didn't like some of them don't believe the vaccine or the the um that covid's real and like well you're in I california just, <laughs> i know but i would never have figured that out unless this fucking pandemic happened and i'm just like shook to my core and i'm just like rethinking everything i'm like when things go back to normal i'm not hanging out with you um that okay. was i felt like that in atlanta like when the oh when, yeah when i lived there i lived there moved right after the election of 2016 so i found myself get closer to, you know, Trump getting elected, like kind of realizing I was at like at dinner with people like right. you know, not close friends, but like, you know, Oh yeah. Fringe friends in my social circles that were like, mm-hmm. really? I'm from Florida. Yeah. They're so all I was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Um, okay. Uh, we've got two more and this one is sassy. Would you rather let your boss, I don't know. Let's just say you have a boss, uh, catch you masturbating on a work zoom call or have your mom and dad hear you having sex over Zoom? Okay, so Ashley's, Ashley's mouth is a gate. Ashley's my boss, so I don't want Ashley to catch <laughs> me. Okay, so your boss catches you masturbating, so visually catches you masturbating. Yes. Or your parents oh. audibly catch you having sex. <laughs> right. Um. So either like you left your mom and dad Zoom meeting on and then you boned and they can hear it all but can't see it, or your boss can't hear okay. you but like sees you do diddling under the table I don't and want calls to do, you out I don't want anybody to visually see me having sex I think that mm. my parents I grew up I think that my parents would just make fun of me for the rest of my life so like <laughs> I actually feel like maybe if they heard I, like how much moaning is you're is my right dad, is my dad say hearing me say like fill me up with your cum or is my dad <laughs> just hearing me moan a little bit like let's go with fill me up with your cum because that's the funnier dead. answer yeah yeah you're you're they heard it all you? they heard they heard you coming Bill heard you. Bill, Bill heard you come talk. Okay, no! listen. If I would rather my boss catch me masturbating with a dildo than my dad hearing me say, "Fill me up with your cum," <laughs> I think I'm so glad beef, I know that answer. Like, Thank you. First of all, it's like this is so tricky because it's like it's you know men that have been caught masturbating are exactly like, are creeps, but yeah. Like, so it's not like a funny thing, I guess. Right. But if but I like, was, is it if it's a lady? Cause you've never seen such a thing. Right. So if I was caught masturbating by a superior, my boss, I would, that would be the story that defined me for the rest of my life. <laughs> or if, I would, if I didn't already do stand up comedy, I would start like, it would become the jumping off point for my, the rest of my life. And yeah. so I just would have to have that happen for the story. I kind of want it to happen now. I wish I had a boss, but like, I, you want to masturbate in front of my me? parents. I'm I, like right next to you, baby's partnership. Uh, and I, I just, I could never oh my God. look at my dad the same. Like if he heard yeah. me. My dad's heard me do jokes about sex and stuff like that, but there's something about him. Mm. It would just, I felt like it would never be the same. My, my dad's dad. 75. He's maybe on his way out. So I'd probably have to go with dad. He's going to die oh, soon. Okay. Uh, no, my dad's- soon, but it's not as long as I will have a reputation in the business. You only have a few years of Arena. awkward. I, I hear yeah. you. My dad heard maybe the worst episode of all time. He like, no! didn't listen to the podcast for two and a half years and he was no! like, I'm going to do it. And the episode was literally just me talking about all my cum fantasies, how Why I want guys to masturbate say? in front of me. I mean, it's it shocking that that's when he, this was two and a half years in. He just decided to queue up an episode and it was insane. Oh, right, right. Did I say two minutes into it? I was talking about blowing that guy on my couch. Oh, Raina, it was it was the most you, at one point you said you like to keep come inside you as oh. lube, as lube oh. for the next time you have sex. <laughs> my God, dad, what the fuck? What the fuck, dad? What the fuck, dad? Dad, that's your fucking fault. How did you ever see him again? Your own father. I'd be like, we're done, dad. It was so nice knowing you. Thank you. But we're I mean, done. 
that I feel like this is his fault. I feel like he yes. could have stopped listening after yes. uh, two minutes into this episode. I was talking about sucking this guy's dick. I mean, he could have just turned it off and he chose not to. He likes listening to our ad reads. I know that sounds crazy, but he worked in ad sales for so long. Mm. Okay. Um, and he like loves knowing like how Ashley and I make our money. Yeah. What do we get paid? How sure. do we do the ad reads? Is it selling? Are people using your codes? Right. He's like so into the business aspect of it. He like pushed through hearing his daughter say that like, oh I God. like when someone pulls my underwear to the side and fucks me. It's so bad. <laughs> I my just so, like, yeah. had no idea this question would go to that. My yeah. dad, I like, I, I had, so I had sex with one of his employees years ago. Nice. Like, and I, it's a whole Fuck stand yeah. of it. It's like my favorite story. And I've told it many times with my dad in the audience on stage. Um, and the guy's name was the, the, the guy's name was Matt Gates. That's like the name in the, in the story. And the other day on the family group chat, <gasps> my, my dad brought up Matt Gates, like as a joke, <laughs> like my dad's so funny. And my brother was like, exited the chat. My brother, no! was like, I can't. Oh! like my dad's kind of more will do more jokes than my right. brother. He won't, my brother well, will not be a part of it. It's something when your parent, you realize your parents were kids once. And it's another thing <laughs> yeah. when like you're wait, when you're, you realize your parents were kids once and your parents realize that you're an adult now. An adult, yes. Like yeah. we're not sitting around talking about like, like sex, but we can joke. We can. Yeah. Can they know you're not fucking virgins and virgin right. is a construct. So yeah. And I'm, I'm also not saying this just for shock value. My dad's like, okay, she makes money from the show. This is her job. <laughs> uh, I, I got my dad, my dad sees the dollar signs, you know, yes. he knows I'm going to pay for the retirement. He's more about home. the psychology than the content. All right. Yeah, you yeah. can respect that. The fact that he's able to still, um, look you in the Talk face. To me. Um, yeah. okay. Last one. And I thought this was interesting because it goes back to the, like, would you rather video sex or phone sex? But let's say, would you, rather work from home as a cam girl without showing your face or a sex operator where anyone could call in knowing it's you oh my god cam girl mm, nobody yeah. knows it's me that sounds great okay well yeah. i don't know some people are like no yeah. fucking way pe- that's what i would do and i'm husband. yeah and i'm like um I, I am proud of my body. I love my body. Oh, so yeah. even if, even if I, if I felt like I looked really hot and it came out years later that that was me, I'd be like, yeah, it looks yeah, great. Bitch, what about it? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, say something. I fucking dare you. We're in Can 2027 imagine, like, now. If you're a phone sex operator and like people are calling you into high school with just ah! because to like fuck with you, I would, that's a nightmare. That's the worst thing you've asked of but, like, all of them. Have you ever interviewed phone sex operators or like sex workers that do that? Because they turn no. on such a switch where they will fucking, they see it as like, acting they don't uh-huh. they're just like oh yeah you want me to fucking step on your balls and puncture your fucking testicle yeah, like I'll cool do, and i'm just like i just can't get in that mindset oh my god but now i'm thinking like maybe i should call a sex hotline so i can get better like better lines oh my Ooh. god i'm trying to like Good work idea. on my lines you know like i haven't used any like fresh lines in so long it's listen just the same this could be an experiment thing. You That's could a do good a whole call. Ashley's like, should we call a sex line tonight? I'm kind like, of like, if you do that, will you let me just like be a witness to it? So I yeah. can also see how that goes. Well, yeah. like, you know, like, group call you in yeah that's such yeah. a good call like when you're looking for like dirty talk tips why not just go to the source like the ones that are inventing the lingo right now like how do we know where like fucking lit and fucking flame come from it's probably sex work we steal yeah. everything i want to learn i want to like i want to be able to learn things like my newest my newest one and i've, yeah? I've only this is like six months ago yeah you know, i want you to treat me like i'm just a hole oh, <laughs> i like that but you don't Honestly, love it. I like it because it's not hurting anyone and it's not like <laughs> offensive to women. It's more just like sometimes you do just want to be 
treated like a well, girl. Yeah, it'd be offensive if like a guy it's you own the narrative. Like if you right. said you can yeah. say what you could say, whatever if you want. He well, says it, you're like, no, you you needed to ask me that that was okay. I always say, like, I, I really love dirty talk. I think it's really yeah. fun. And I like some degrading dirty talk, but I only like that with somebody that I actually care about, somebody that I don't just right. like hate me and hate women Ugh. and mean that. Or a one night stand. Like, yeah, like, that I wouldn't mm, like. And yeah. I had a one night stand with somebody that was saying some wild shit. Listen, I didn't hate it. But um <laughs> Because we decided it was You just contradicted yourself so hard. But it was that one time. She's not going <laughs> to risk it. This was once. And I knew yes. that it, listen, what happened in Brisbane, Australia was going to stay <gasps> in Brisbane, Australia. Oh, well, if it's this, an Australian bitch. With why? a Colombian. It was a Colombian guy. He was from guy. Tampa. He wasn't oh, wait, I'm from Tampa. Do I know him? <laughs> Stop telling everybody if he's from Tampa, there's a high chance of me. I might know him because if he's our age, it's a small fucking town. We got to off right about this. If I know this man, you don't remember. <laughs> oh, no. Do you have his Insta or like, do you have, have any? WhatsApp. I have his WhatsApp. <laughs> you need Listen, to what's... Columbia. Does he have an I told you that in confidence, Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I love Tampa. Like it, it's a whole thing. Like, hey. Yeah. Wait, I'll does he have an A13 area code? You'll have to let know. me know. This is all this is all see, this is like the perfect spot to end because we have so much to follow up on. We yeah. have you with your sex operator talk, you with like, is your father still gonna keep looking you in the face like the more and more he listens to your episodes? Like we've got a he lot to, to come back to. Yeah. No mm-hmm. pun intended about that coming or anything <laughs> like that. But ladies, this has been so fun. You guys are so great. I'm so obsessed that our listeners brought us together weirdly. And where can the confidants find y'all? Ashley always takes us out and let her. Oh, um, oh let's I mean, go. you can listen to Girls Gotta Eat podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple. Our website is girlsgotteatpodcast.com. You'll see merch there, show dates, tickets, yes. uh, episode directory, bios on us, everything Ooh. you need to know. And then we're Girls Gotta Eat podcast on Instagram as well. I'm Ash Hess and Raina is Raina.Greenberg and girls underscore got eat on Twitter. Yep. Shows every Monday and every week they're different and funny, serious, silly, every week, very different. Guys, if you like Confidently Insecure, you're going to fucking love Girls Gotta Eat, I promise. And I think that like our audience crossover is probably really strong because we got good people and I'm so glad you guys came. And I'm glad we're friends. And when the pandemic opens up, I'll be in New York all the time. I know you're coming to LA. We're going to be friends. Yada, yada, yada. Can't wait for the in-person collabs. You guys are fantastic. Uh, Confidants, don't forget to rate this five stars. If it's not five stars, please don't rate it because I'm very sensitive. Speaking of sensitive, you can go get the merch. It is available now. Link in description below. And we will see you next week. Bye.